I got the edge and you got the edge and we're gonna take it to the top. Gonna take it to the top, yeah. Take it to the top. Welcome to Authority Marketing Edge. Today, my guest is Rahul Alim. He is the founder of Custom Creatives, a digital marketing agency that connects companies with their dream clients. He has helped brands such as Realtor.com, Geico, Advertise.com, Reach Local, and thousands of local businesses. With over 16 plus years of experience running his agency, he now coaches agency owners to grow six-figure businesses with his proven GSD sales method. His real talk yields real results. Welcome to the podcast, Rahul. Hey, thank you for having me. This is awesome. So uh, I always like to start out with uh, a little bit about getting to know your background, just kind of like how you got into the entrepreneurial space and just a little bit about your journey. Yeah, I think it was like sort of natural. Uh, My parents may say otherwise, but um, I went the traditional college route. I wanted to be an athlete. My parents wanted me to go play, go to college, et cetera. So we did a hybrid. I went and stopped early um, and I got lucky and I got this internship that allowed me to work for a sports agency. And it was, I did marketing and I was like 19 years old at the time. And um, I loved it. I got to meet athletes like Muhammad Ali, Joe Namath, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, but I put in the, I put in my stripes. I, I would drive an hour and a half there in traffic, an hour and a half back, didn't get paid 40 hours a week, six months straight. So it got me to learn a lot and kind of learn a lot about mostly myself. Um, and that kind of led me down the path of having like an idea of what I wanted to do had I not taken this route. That is amazing. I'm so jealous that you get to meet all this. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, just out of curiosity, what was your what was your sport of choice? Soccer. Soccer. Uh, I grew up, played it all my life. Yep. <laughs> oh, nice. That's awesome. Okay. That's uh, so you mentioned something that that uh, that I like to ask about and um, like self-discovery. Get, just give us like one big aha moment that that you learned about yourself in this uh, in this self in this journey of entrepreneurship. I think that's a big thing for most people that they don't realize all the benefits of actually doing this are a big self-discovery personal development uh, journey. I think it's like this is one tip is like close mouths don't eat. And that just simply means you got to go after getting what you want. Um, I'm a naturally shy person. I don't like talking at all. And I mean, it's crazy for people who grew up with me to think that I do sales for a living now. My job is to talk um, or at least listen as well, too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say just escape the uncomfortable. Just do do things to get to where you want to want to go. I mean, you, you have to like really get past that fear factor. That's awesome. That uh, That's great advice. Great advice. So I'm really curious uh, to know about if you've had any, besides, besides the one that you just shared, is there anything, any like major roadblock or challenge that you ran into, like a speed bump to get you over to, uh, to get you to the success that you have now? Yeah, people. I mean, at first I thought it was all myself, like almost like I, I do a lot of sports analogies and I would compare sometimes like to Allen Iverson. I'm like, I'll do it with or without you. Just give me the ball and it doesn't matter. I'll get it done. But then you shortly realize 
you can't grow. You can go really, really fast alone. You can't go too far alone. So you need a team. Um, so just kind of undering the understanding, like the psychology of building a team, getting the right players, eliminating the wrong players and kind of just being loyal to each other. That was probably the biggest challenge I ever had in my life was just understanding that concept from going from like me, me, me to like, this is about us and eliminating me. Right. I think that's great advice. Great advice. That's awesome. Okay. I am curious to know what is the GSD method, sales method? What is the GSD sales method? Okay. Well, I have a version of it, like a little sign right back here. If you can kind of see it, it says get it done, but there's okay. the, the S is for shit. Get shit done. I took, it, <laughs> I I it. I took the SH That's off perfect. for some, for some videos we were doing, otherwise they get filtered, but, but yeah, it stands for get shit done. And that just means be fearless. Um, and we put together a program for other young aspiring agency owners or stuck agency owners that want to work with their dream clients that do retainer based work like SEO, Google ads, Facebook advertising and kind of just teach them the methodologies from like understanding a niche, having the right mindset and focus to putting together offers and then being able to present the offers in a form of a sales presentation and then closing the offers um, and then fulfilling. So it's kind of takes somebody from like A to Z. Um, a lot of people we train like start from from no clients. Some of them come in already at 100K a month. Um, so it's kind of a variety of people in the in the group. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. GSD. I love that. That's brilliant. Yeah. We, we've been saying that since we were little kids, like, or maybe not little, our parents probably wouldn't be too proud of that, but like in soccer, we'd always say, get shit done. Yeah. That's cool. So what is the, uh, what's the favorite part of your, so, cause you do everything, you do the whole like gamut. What's your favorite part of your business? You know what, just when you finally like realize who your right customer is, um, then there's that synergy, there's that teamwork, and you're always working to a common goal versus working against each other, kind of like two people on the opposite ends of the table, kind of fighting it out. Because I think a lot of people find themselves like, like hating their clients. It's kind of just finding that sweet spot of like being able to define down who you should say no to. Um, and then who you should also say yes to and get after it. And that's probably like the defining moment is just having fun doing what you do, because that's really why people started this. Right. Um, if your intention is fun, freedom, and then, and the money, that's perfectly fine. But then if you start, I will say like, if you chase money, it's going to run. If you let it come to you, it'll come to you in abundance. I love it. I love it. And, uh, what do you have any suggestions for, uh, I always like to hear people's takes on, on finding your ideal client? Yeah, like first, like write down like who your favorite clients are that you work with. If you don't already have any now, find an industry or niche that you just really enjoy doing um, because you can almost switch. Um, and then just find out where do they go? Like, I mean, ask people, go watch YouTube, go like ping the guy who has a like a good YouTube channel and just like five, six videos, comment on five or six videos, direct message them um, and try to become a client. Like some guy did that to me for YouTube ads. And we said, yes, we're going to do, we allowed him to run our YouTube ads. So he earned our business. Now he's going to leverage us and go get other clients. Um, so at first I would say, go do free stuff if you don't know what you're doing or charge a minimal price to cover your nut and your overhead and your contractors and your costs and, and just be really passionate about what you do to get that experience. Because it's not often where a business owner will pay you money um, to get experience for yourself when you're young and starting. 
because typically that's what college is supposed to do for you. It's supposed to prepare you for this real world. Unfortunately, for most marketers, it didn't do that. Most college students don't come out of college and saying, hey, I can run profitable funnels and Facebook ads or no SEO out the gate. So if somebody gives you that opportunity, seize it, be good to them and work your ass off and communicate really, really well. I think that's great. I think that's great advice. Like get the experience, get the testimonials and then um, and a proven a proven process or a proven framework before you go out and start trying to charge a lot of money. So I think that's yeah. a great advice. Yeah. And, and the other thing, if you already have clients and you have the experience, but you're just lacking the the revenue or the satisfaction of where you are in your agency, I mean, I would honestly go into partnerships, like find people who have your clients that you can add value to their audience. And then you guys have some sort of JV. I mean, that's really kind of like the the heart of how we, we worked with realtor.com. They had a, a void in one of their most important, most expensive, highest yielding products for their company. And I mean, they're, they're a publicly traded company. They had to satisfy their stock investors um, to get them a return. And we filled that void. So it allowed us to kind of partner with them. We gave them an attractive price, something lower than we charged the public. Um, and they just gave us exclusivity to high volume. So it was like a perfect fit. So we just found a partner that needed shit to be done at that sucked at execution, that the cost of the consequences of not fixing this would be massive for them. Um, and they paid us a fraction of what, what that cost would be. And, and we solved it for them. Oh, that's cool. So mm -hmm. I, the thing that you said, one of the things that you said that I think will help people when they're looking for JV partners is you said, fill the void. So you have to, you're going to have to like go out and do research and find out what these people are missing. And, uh, and if you match up, so, so complimentary uh, instead of competition, uh, basically yeah. partnerships. Yeah. So, so I like that. Yeah, don't look at anybody as your competition ever. Even if on paper their website says the same exact stuff as yours, you're always allies. Because one of the things you got to realize, or I realized early, was everyone outsources everything. Um, and I mean, some of the biggest companies in the world that you think do the work, they don't. They, they're the glue. They're the face. They've created this interface that, that brings all these different talents together on the back end. So I would kind of think that same way. So, I mean, if a company does like, let's say Google ads or Facebook ads, chances are they may not do it. They may be outsourcing and they may be looking for another alternative because a lot of people aren't loyal to and committed to vendors and partners. They can flip a switch and be like, all right, I'll try you on the next client. Yeah. Um, so, so keep that in mind. Um, and just like the bananas you eat, it's not from that grocery store. It's probably taken like <laughs> 10, 10 middlemen to get there. So they're using joint ventures, partnerships and production right. lines to get you there. So same thing with business. I mean, just keep that as like an open, an eye opener for you that, that you may have more opportunities than you think. I think that is gold right there. Just, just, just that, mm -hmm. <laughs> that whole, like I, I looking at, I like, I love the way you put it, looking at the business as like an interface that brings all these uh, different pieces together to, it's kind of like the storefront or whatever, but yeah, it brings all the pieces together. That's wonderful advice. So cool. Uh, let's see. Okay. So he, this is an authority marketing podcast. So I always like to ask people if they've, they have like something to share with the audience on how to position yourself as an authority. Um, position yourself as authority. Um, I would pick one topic that you're really, really good at, make a video and uh, post it everywhere, put it on your homepage, 
put it on your email signature, DM it to all your prospects, um, and then boost, put some money behind it, like boost it to your ideal customers. Like you can either do paid ads or just boosted posts um, from your Facebook business page and just get that distribution out there because it's not about like who you know, it's about who knows you. Um, and the more times people see your video and, and quite frankly, like yesterday, for example, I did a, a LinkedIn video, a LinkedIn ad for a YouTube ad. And it took me 90 minutes to do a one minute video. It's because I had to breathe in. I didn't write the script and I went back and wrote the script. I didn't like the intro. I reshot the intro, but then I was happy with the end result. So that's how long sometimes things take, even with somebody with experience too. So it takes practice. It takes repetition. But once you have that one core message, get it out there because once people see it, then you'll notice that they start to know you, that you're embedded in their brain because if you don't tell them what you do, they just quite frankly, don't give a shit what you do because they're not going to ask. Okay. Um, so get it in front front of them, put it in their stream. Um, it's inexpensive to do. And that's going to be the fastest way to do it because your alternative is this cold call, hustle, watch other people do it, comment and like on other people's stuff. And then you're going to be that person that talks about Gary Vaynerchuk and their conversations versus yourself. Who cares about Gary V? Talk about you. It's your journey, not his. So right. I think a lot of people try to tell other people's story because they just don't have one themselves. Right. I love that. And I, I think the a good point made here is that um, while it may look like a 90 second or 30 second video, no telling. First of all, the experience you're you're bringing your years of experience into that video, but also just the production of the video may have taken you know 90 minutes, and, and it's a 90 second video. So so yeah, looking at uh, at the whole package behind what you're seeing is is often hard for people to do. They're like, oh, he does that easy, or or uh, he has great video equipment, or whatever. You know, it's. It's, uh, I think, looking at the, all the stuff that goes into it is super important, too. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and know where, you at, where you're at. Start at your own chapter. Don't start at somebody else's chapter. Don't fake it. Just be good at what you're at. Like, uh, and you don't have to be good at everything. You just have to be an expert of one thing. You can master literally be good at LinkedIn, be good at YouTube, be good at writing people's scripts, be good at one thing, and then just talk about that one thing as an authority of the problem, the solution, and the cost of inaction. Um, and that's really kind of like going to be a huge benefit for you. That's awesome. So Rahul, uh, a lot of people struggle with sales. Um, I know it's not my forte. So do you have um, some like tips that you could give us on how to um, close more sales, how to show up on the sales call, anything that you could share would be beneficial? Yeah, I think uh, the a couple tips. Um, this is a long, longer conversation, but I think in a short period of time, a couple tips is show up to the call as if you're a doctor. Um, you don't care about selling them. You don't know if you can help them. Um, you're literally just trying to see like, can you even help them? Because I think a lot of people go in with the psychology of my product costs $1,500. Let me figure out where I can just shove this down their throat. So we're pushing <laughs> stuff and trying to say like, buy this, buy this, buy this, regardless of it's a fit. If it's a brand new company versus a very experienced company, hey, it's $1,500. Let's go. You want to start? Why not? Um, I think the first thing is understanding what they, why they're even on this call in the first place, what attracted their attention to want to call you and take time out of their busy day, um, what they've tried now, what's failed, why it's failed, why now, and then what happens if they do nothing. 
Um, what would their situation look like? And once you've kind of got all of those items, then you're in a position where you can actually present your product because now you have something called the discovery. Um, and just like a doctor would, if you had like some sort of serious infection, and in our case, a lot of businesses have serious infections, they have no customers. And if they don't solve this problem, they should realize that they will be going out of business. The data says they will go out of business if they fail to innovate and fail to market. Um, and uh, that's what we do as marketers and, and help other businesses grow. So it's our job to ask better questions, to extract the pain, make right. sure that they know that if they don't solve this, um, what would happen and why is now the most important time than like before or just never. Um, yeah. and, then, and once they check those boxes, I mean, um, if your solution's a good fit, make it fit. If your solution's a bad fit, like have the courtesy to say that too. Right, right. I, that's what I tell people is, is let's get on the call and see if I can help you, you know, because yeah. a lot of times you can't. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's great advice. Uh, so I like to ask this question as well. If you could have any message you wanted on a billboard, what would it be? On a billboard? Um, I would first, I would easily at least have my logo, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but maybe uh, I would say, if I'm going to be non-self-promotional, I would just say start something special. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. a great message. Yeah, I love it. So, Rule, where can they find you? Well, I is it okay if I give away a little bit of a gift for those? Oh, of those? absolutely. Please, okay. Yeah, whatever you have to, to offer. Okay. Cool. If you guys go to, this is, this is going to be, if you're a business owner, I guess this would work. I typically give this to my digital marketers, but this is my presentation that I take local businesses. I don't care if it's a doctor, a lawyer, or a realtor. This is my marketing presentation. Like literally the one slide that I use in every one of my presentations when I do a zoom call. Um, if you go to custom creatives, that's with an S at the end, custom creatives.com forward slash win W I N. Um, there's a button that says seven figure funnel map. Just click that button. No opt-in needed. It'll pop up uh, a PDF file. You can download it, save it. There's a, there's a link to uh, our group, which has a video explaining it. If you want to watch that video, otherwise just use that as your presentation. If you'd like um, you can, you have my permission to um, just wipe out, take out my logo and slap in yours. Oh, wow. That's incredible. What a, what a gift. Thank you so much. And I, and I will also link those in the show notes so that if you didn't get it written down, you can check out the show notes and you'll be able to get that. And, uh, so where, where can they find you? Where, where like social media or uh, your website or yeah, like uh, Facebook and LinkedIn are probably the two best places. Um, I'll send you the links to those. But okay. if you look up my name, Rahul Aleem, um, you'll you'll be able to find me. Um, okay. I look I look like this guy on the video. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe slightly younger and less gray, but <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And uh, Rahul, what what uh, what did I not ask that you would like to share? Is there anything that you would like to share that that we didn't discuss? I mean, the, the number one thing is like for, for the audience is like when you're running a business, you're going to go through roller coasters. I mean, every, every level has a new devil. Just find somebody that can help you get by it, whether it's a friend, a family member or a coach that's been there, done that. Um, that's really been the, the real health of the business is getting outside help versus inside help because we're just in this incubator, this like, like costophobic, like Island of entrepreneurship where we don't have to be always the decision maker. 
Um, we can allow somebody who in like five minutes can just see the problems blaring down in your company. Just like when you go into a restaurant and you're evaluating how like, oh, the staff could be quicker. They don't answer the phone on time. You're like, you're observing all this in an instant. The owner doesn't see it. They think, oh my God, my staff's doing the right job. They always do a good job. So, so I think getting that outside mentorship and vantage point, um, is just really imperative to any business that intends to stay in business for a long period of time. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Roel, thank you so much for sharing all your gold nuggets. There's some, there is some real wisdom in this podcast and I can't wait to promote it and share it. And uh, thank you so much for joining us on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, thank you guys for listening to Authority Marketing Edge. Dream, I've got the edge.